Hello there and welcome to Inside Intercom. I'm Liam Garrity. The issue of gender equality in the tech industry has been a huge topic for many years now. This historically very male industry has made significant progress, but numerous stories have illustrated how far we have yet to go. The phrase women in tech has become a kind of umbrella term, a label used to describe everything from the problem to the solution to the community working to solve the problem. But what does the term women in tech mean in practice? How do we discuss it in a way that isn't superficial and tokenistic? Recently, myself and the content team were discussing the different ways we could approach this important topic. We wanted to do an episode all about the amazing women who build Intercom, But for some of us on the team, myself included, well, we wondered if making an episode like that would just sound like tokenism. The intention behind the idea was positive, but would it actually be helping anybody or would we be just doing it to look good, just ticking a box? So here I want to bring in one of my colleagues who was in that discussion, Neve O'Connor. Neve is brand editor here at Intercom. Neve, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Liam. It's great to be here. Um, You were there when we were first chatting about maybe covering this topic about women in tech and that term. What were your first thoughts about the idea? Well, first, I was excited because in the short time I've been at the company, I've met some really impressive, incredible women uh, who are experts in their field. And so I definitely wanted the chance to amplify their voices and any chance we had to do that would be welcome. But I was eager to avoid, as you were saying, the kind of tokenistic approach to spotlighting these women um, and and, and kind of go deeper than that. Yeah. So off the back of that, we started thinking about the term women in tech and asking, is it just a buzzword and does it actually hold any weight in creating real change? Yeah. Like I was reading about how a lot of women in tech don't actually think of themselves as women in tech as such. And I came across an article on Fast Company by Sarah Lahav, the CEO of SysAid. And the headline was, stop calling us women in tech. It's marginalizing and it needs to evolve. So as much as women in tech events and discussions do exist to close the gender gap and to help women embrace technology and young girls to, to find role models, there are women who would rather not fall under that label and who find that it might hold them back. Yeah. So I suppose for this episode, instead of talking about women in tech, we're going to talk specifically about the term women in tech. And you've been chatting to people at Intercom about it. I have indeed. So I reached out to women across the company in roles from engineering to R&D to product management, just to get a sense of how they view the term women in tech and how or if they find it useful to them in their careers and their personal lives. And the first person I spoke to was Nidhi Kamat. So hi, my name's Nidhi Kamat. I'm a product manager on the pricing and packaging team. I'm based in Dublin. I joined Intercom around six months ago. And prior to that, I did a computer science degree at UCD. Nidhi has kind of mixed feelings about the term women in tech. On the one hand, she says it's very helpful and relevant that it lets women and young girls know that there is a place for them in tech, which is so important, and that they're not alone. But on the flip side, ever since she joined the workforce, Nidhi's found it slightly problematic for her. It can make you feel like sometimes that you didn't earn something and, you know, you only got to where you are because you are a, you know, quote, woman in tech and you were almost led in to the field or the industry or the job, not because of your skills or the value you bring, but because of that label. So I know a lot of times that like you feel that you got a seat at the table to fill a quota, you know, take a diversity box or for the perception of the company itself to look good. 
I do think that this negative impact of the term almost feeds into a lot of women's like imposter syndrome. And even if you don't believe that, you know, it's true, you do deserve a seat at the table and there's nothing around that that you feel as bad. It's almost like others might treat you differently as well. They might treat you that you don't deserve it either. And I've seen this when it came around to like looking for internships in college or job opportunities in the last few years. Like if your male peers weren't successful in the job, they'd almost imply that you got it because you're a woman in tech. So I do have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, those are some really, really interesting points. And what you said about imposter syndrome as well is interesting because I've, I've read recently a lot of women who have said, well, you know, like imposter syndrome disproportionately affects women, but also can we look at the reasons why this might be? And as you said, a group of male colleagues feeling that way is going to make a woman, a successful woman feel like she's an imposter. So it's not necessarily coming from inside her. It could be coming from her surroundings as well. Yeah, definitely. So I'm wondering, because she has mixed feelings, did Nidhi say she'd ever refer to herself as a woman in tech? Like, would she ever use that label? She says she wouldn't generally use it to refer to herself in most situations. And actually, her answer sums up the dilemma of the label really well, I thought. I feel like I'd almost be drawing more attention to me being a woman as opposed to the skills I have and the value I have to to offer. And I don't know if it's just my experience of that particular term, but it's made me feel that when I use it to refer to myself, instead of it meaning a good thing, it can be seen by others like you're looking for like pity or to be treated differently to anyone else. And that's something that I don't want. So I completely avoid using it. I do think that it is in the context of raising awareness to other people that, you know, hey, there are women in tech industry. I'm completely fine with referring to myself as a woman in tech in those cases. But if not, it kind of is what I mentioned before of it's sticking a label on me for for no reason. You mentioned the positives that can come from it. For you personally, has any good come from the term since you started in tech? So I do think it has the ability to inspire and empower, you know, women who aren't already in tech to pursue that as a career, like, you know, raise awareness that there are women in here, like we can do this. It's not just for men. I like that it draws attention and raises awareness to the fact there aren't currently a lot of women in tech and the motivation behind it that we need more and come join us. And I like that, I guess, the the conversation and, and buzz that generates opportunities to also hear other women's stories that you can relate to. Like when you asked me to do this, I messaged some of my female friends from computer science on what their thoughts were on this too. And hearing their stories around this, I think it generates like a lot of conversation that like, you know, you're not alone. It's very comforting and it almost acts as a support system, which is great. Something I think we've been very conscious of while putting this episode together is that we're asking women to step up and speak about this topic. And maybe there's kind of an expectation that they will, if you know what I mean. Yeah, definitely. I actually asked Needy about this. Don't get me wrong. I definitely want to do this. I'm really passionate about it. Uh, But when there is just that expectation that, you know, I will just do it because I am a woman, like other people, like maybe my male counterparts don't really bother. So it's not only that, but I think that expectation that you will do it because you're a woman means that you kind of won't get as much credit for it either. I think it should be an expectation for everyone, not just women. I think there is an issue here that men don't feel welcome to participate in the initiative either. Like my male colleagues who are, or my male like friends as well, who are in software engineers have expressed this concern to me that, you know, they don't feel 
welcome if there's like a women in tech event or something like that. They don't feel very welcome to attend. There's like a messaging element there that, you know, we need to make sure that this is everyone's responsibility. It's not just for women to take on. So the next person you spoke to was Lily Bovier. Yes, my name is Lily and I'm a woman in engineering. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Lily is a product engineer here. Lily says the term women in tech is really useful to her. And she talked a lot about the benefit of community. In my narrow experience, like for one thing, it just provides a sounding board. You know, sometimes you might experience something at work and you're not sure, like, was that like something kind of sexist? Was that just something like just like normal (laughs) was it just people being people and it it provides like a safe space for you to talk talk over things and kind of come to a shared understanding with people who've had similar experiences about like what is and isn't okay and then how you actually you know take action if you do need to take action she mentioned that just having other women as a sounding board can be really useful and that women in tech groups can really facilitate that quite well for example lily's a member of the intercom employee resource group interwomen fantastic group here in the company that organizes events and just includes everyone in the company in discussions that are relevant and important to to women in the in the tech industry she also finds it useful to be part of a slack channel for women in tech outside of the company like if i kind of want to get perspectives outside of just intercom that's a really interesting place to go and just you know hear what it's like being a woman in tech in, in other in other companies to hear other people's experiences and companies of different sizes and different stages you know all that kind of that kind of stuff. And just to get like different people, like they're all different ages, you know, you get a a really interesting like breadth of experiences and perspectives there. One of the things Lily said that I thought was really interesting was that she believes the label women in tech doesn't cause feelings of inferiority. And as an underrepresented group, those feelings are unfortunately often there regardless, and that a specific term can actually give collective power to the group. Like I actually, when I was looking at tech jobs, was worried about getting hired specifically because I was a woman and not because I had like the skills needed. I now realize that that was like a pretty silly worry. Like it's not in any company's best interest to like pay you a salary to be bad at your job, (laughs) regardless of, you know, what kind of diversity you might bring to the table. So there are like those, those kinds of dangers where women might feel they are being treated a certain way or given option, like opportunities just because they are women. But I think that those dangers are there, whether or not you have the concept of women in tech and talk about women in tech as an entity. And we can't really like, I don't think you can fight for equality for a group of people unless you have a name for them, unless you have a way to talk about them. And women in tech is, you know, the obvious easy umbrella term for talking about gender equality in tech. So I'm Nadine Mansour. I'm a product manager at Intercom and I'm coming from a computer science background. So actually I was studying computer engineering and then I shifted career to become a support rep and then I shifted career to become a product manager. That's what I'm doing since then. So Nidhi has mixed feelings about the term. Lily is all for it. Where does Nadine stand? Here's what she said. I personally don't like labels. And when I think of my professional life, I would like to think of myself as a product manager or a product person. And that's it. I don't want to add like any other variables or think of how my gender or background can affect it. And honestly, it just makes it simpler. And I think the question for me is, do I need to do anything differently if I'm a female product manager? And honestly, I don't think I should, or this is what I would like to believe. 
That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So you would kind of feel that the term women in tech would almost put you in a box a little bit? Yeah, exactly. And it's just simpler to reduce the number of variables that I need to think about. Like I would like to focus on getting better at my job, becoming more impactful, connecting and learning from other product people, regardless of their gender, background or anything else. Like I would like to isolate all the variables and focus on what really matters, which is that we're all technologists or like product people or whatever. So has Nadine seen any benefit from the women in tech movement? In some ways. Initially, it played like a very important role. And like, as I was saying in the beginning and promoting the idea of female working in the tech industry, that this is an option. It, it made it obvious for young girls that this is something that they can pursue. So I think it initially played a really important role. But I think it can quickly become overwhelming as well. And that's, I think, the balance that I'm, I'm trying to find, which is it was really useful in the beginning. I just, I'm just trying to make sure it's not pressuring as well and that it's still like promoting for equality, which is like, I want to win an opportunity because I'm a skilled product manager, not because I'm a woman product manager, if that makes sense. But honestly, even like from my personal experience, what really affected me the most was my upbringing because I had like two older sisters, both of them are engineers. So it was pretty like normal for me growing up, seeing my two older sisters working as engineers, it felt normal. And also like my parents as well, I think like they were pushing us as much as possible to like pursue a successful career and professional life. And from my personal experience, like this had more impact than the idea of women in tech, if that makes sense. But I don't think this could be generalized. Like this is my personal experience. That's really interesting. Like there's so many factors that go into all of this. And sounds like Nadine had amazing encouragement and support from her family there. Yeah, absolutely. Nadine makes a really important point here about the movement's benefits and balance. It's so important for young girls to see women in tech being celebrated. But is that more about representation than the existence of a term and almost category that they may be labeled with when they do join the industry? Which brings us back to our point, has the term actually helped to increase representation in the industry? Yeah, and I suppose that's why we had so much debate before this episode about what it should be, because doing this kind of stock episode about women in tech seemed almost disingenuous when there are all these different facets. I know you were talking to Lou, one of our research and development managers, about this as well. Yeah, Lou Borco. So Lou works very closely with our R&D leaders. Lou is also one of the leaders of the ERG group you mentioned, Interwomen. And Lou had a great point about the movement. The movement in itself is important, but it is more important to be able to equip women that go into leadership and managers' positions to do it well versus just putting women into these positions for the sake of optics. It's important that the right people are in those roles and not just having to tick a box and say, you know, gender equality, we have women working in managerial positions and that's it. So that I think having the right people in the roles is really important, but also the companies have that responsibility to equip their people to be able to actually do well in the roles that they put them in. So Neve, after talking to Nidhi, Lily and Nadine and hearing what Lou had to say, where does that leave us? It's definitely given me a lot of food for thought. I think my main takeaway would be that while the term women in tech can help bring together and build rich, 
supportive communities for women in the industry, it definitely shouldn't be used as a catch-all label for all of those who identify as women in the industry or to put them in any sort of box, whether that's intentional or unintentional. For some women, that box can feel pretty hard to break out of. And the term women in tech should describe a supportive community, not a niche category of people working in tech. Absolutely. And I suppose this conversation will definitely continue here and on the blog as well. And and something I'm kind of aware of is that in a way, by asking everyone to come on and talk about women in tech, or at least the term women in tech, we're kind of still feeding into that thing that we're trying not to be, if that makes sense. But I did ask Lou how she felt about that, about coming on to talk today. And she had a pretty insightful answer. The idea of just doing it for the sake of saying, oh, here are the women that work at Intercom could be, you know, seen as, oh, you know, we do have women at Intercom and uh, leaving it at that. This, I think, provides an actual way of having a discussion on topic that you will get different women to speak on from different backgrounds and different experiences. Just saying, I work in tech and this is what I do doesn't really help in any way. Reflecting on how you perceive the current environment and what are your takes on how it it helped you could potentially help other women or could potentially help allies as well see where we are currently, you know, where we stand. So I hope whoever listens to this podcast, what they will take away from it is we've done some work. There's still a lot of work to do, but people are genuinely interested in creating spaces for women to be a part of, whether it's through organizations or whether it's through different programs that companies have. Everyone can do their part in in helping. It should be by providing women with all of the resources that they need to succeed rather than just doing it for the sake of ticking off a box and saying we have an X percent of women in these positions. Neve, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been fascinating speaking to all the guests and to you, of course. Thanks so much for having me. And we'd love to hear your thoughts on the term women in tech. So do reach out. Our email is podcast at intercom.io or on social at intercom on Twitter. That's it for today. We'll be back next week with another episode of Inside Intercom.